Good morning. Um, it is the 7th of January 2022. Um, wow, we're here in 2022 um, and I have just dropped my kids off at um, one of their activity clubs because school hasn't started back here yet. Um, and I have just parked up um, by the beach. I'm just sat outside some olive trees, an olive grove and a banana plantation looking at a palm tree, looking at the ocean and feeling super, super grateful um, for this very, very moment that I'm in because, wow, it is just a pleasure to be here right now on this beautiful sunny day. Um, and I, uh, yeah, shame, I lost my grandma um, on the 4th, so a couple of days ago. She was ready to go. It was it was really horrible that she has gone, but... Um, I am at peace with the fact that she has because I, I know that she struggled towards the end. She was really tired. And um, so wherever you are, Nana, I love you very much. And um, just thought I'd share that with you all because as grateful and as happy as I am right now, it seems strange that I am because it, it's a very, very recent loss. But um, but yeah, uh, moving on into this year of 2022 without her, but with a whole lot of enthusiasm about this year. So I can only be positive and thankful and grateful. I just want to have a quick chat about something. Oh my gosh, this beautiful old couple are just walking towards me arm in arm. I love to see that. Oh, cute. I love to see that. Um, okay, so I just wanted to have a chat um, about something um, pretty important that has been um, becoming a real focus point to me, something that I'm very, very strong, that I feel very strongly about and that I need to put out there. Um, and I think I touched on it in early December when everybody started shopping around for Christmas and um, they were having all the Black Friday deals and so on. And a couple of girlfriends and I were talking about this topic and it was to do with laser hair removal. And we started saying about how um, I personally feel that we're moving away from that era of, especially as women, feeling the need to completely remove every ounce of body hair on our bodies because we're becoming more in tuned to our natural selves. Now I might be wrong, um, but from from the conversations that I've had with very many girlfriends, this is the case. Um, and it's a good thing that it's the case because these what we were talking about um, regarding these um, these laser hair removal offers were how dangerous it is to take away your body hair because it's there for a reason and we started exploring the reasons why and those reasons were um, plentiful to be fair but that one of the reasons was the fact that all of our body hair is pretty much tiny little antennas to to an electromagnetic field that surrounds us so it's it's our connection to nature and the sun and the elements and it's also um, given that our skin is the largest body organ that we have it also protects us from 
absorbing anything potentially dangerous or harmful in the in the environment in the atmosphere from penetrating through our skin so it's really helpful and useful that we have it so removing it is leaving us very wide open and susceptible to very many diseases and um, illnesses um, especially considering the uh, genital area like removing an entirety and leaving yourself completely bald is just leaving yourself open to so many bacterial infections and fungal infections and so on. And, you know, I know that the porn industry have led us to believe that, you know, bald is the best. Um, but, you know, that the porn industry is revolting and um, half of the women there um, aren't even women. They're transgendered. And so they're not really a reputable um, <laughs> Um, representation of what is the divine feminine so you know hey if you want hair have it if you don't don't but there's scientific evidence to prove that it's there for a reason and it's hugely beneficial to have it so um, one of the other things that I wanted to touch on the, the main thing that I wanted to touch on today um, is from a book that I have been reading and if anybody knows me then you will know that everything that I've spoken about, and I've been very, very open about my own personal journey, um, it's also helped me tremendously be able to help other people on their own personal journeys and their um, transitional explorations of themselves um, in very many different ways. Um, from the information I have put out regarding um, my health-related anxieties and the the journey that I've had with that, because Back in 2010, when I had moved back from Spain and I was living in um, in a town just on the outskirts of Leeds in the north of England, um, that town that we had moved to was very, very close to Leeds Bradford Airport. And literally, we lived at the bottom of the airport runway. And I never realised it at the time. In fact, I only really considered it when we left there in 2015 that um, the years of, of 2010 to 2017 in particular, because it took me a while to recover, I felt so ill. I can't even explain to you. And I all, I used to go to the doctors all the time. I was convinced I was dying. Um, I, I convinced myself I was having various heart attacks because my heart arrhythmia was all over the place. Um, I, I convinced myself I had all different kinds of cancers from head to toe because I was in excruciating pain all the time. I felt so unwell. I can't begin to... Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. I just got a message come through. Sometimes it cuts off the recording. Um, but yeah, I can't begin to explain to you how dreadful I felt. And at the time when we were living there, I never considered that it could have been the location and the fact that we were living so close to the airport where there's such a high level of um, electro smog and radiation. Um, so, so yeah, there was that. When we moved away and we moved further north and we moved into the Yorkshire Dales, we literally moved into a point of living between four different farms. We were literally in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, it, it made an absolutely enormous difference on my physical, mental and emotional health because I was no longer struggling. It did take a while, however, to regain uh, an equilibrium with how I felt and overall. But yeah, there was that. So um, 
in amongst the health-related anxiety that I had, um, I definitely was concerned about my heart health because of the arrhythmias and the palpitations and the pains that I used to get in my chest and arms. Um, and yeah, I, at, at various points, I, I also remember going and being referred for um, chest scans for my lungs because I, f I really thought that I had lung cancer. Um, I didn't, um, but that was, that was my fear. Um, but out of all of the illnesses that I believed in my head to have, the one that was the scariest for me and that still triggers me to, to this day um, and I've never said this out loud before, so I <laughs> don't want to manifest anything, but, you know, um, was skin cancer. Skin cancer to me has been the most terrifying disease that any human can ever get um, because it's the scariest form of cancer if you get a bad kind of it because it, it literally, it, it's lethal. It can spread across your body in a matter of weeks, days even. Um, I know a couple of people that have lost family members to skin cancer. Two weeks from diagnosis, they're gone. Um, and it's it's literally a fast-spreading wipeout. And um, I always put it down to sun damage. So I guess living where I live and the fact that I have lived in the med for since my early 20s and I'm now 42... Um, give or take like a couple of years in England um, when the kids were growing up you know a couple of years it was a decade but you know um, I did the whole of my 20s in Spain and now we live in Cyprus I'm really fair-skinned and blonde so the 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 um, the consideration of of skin cancer really freaks me out okay um, however with regards to the topic with the laser hair removal and my understanding of um, the benefits of why we have hair on our body, um, I, I've kind of linked it to a couple of other topics that I wanted to talk about. So I have a book here called The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life by Arthur Furstenberg. And I'll just read the back of it. Um, and it is, electricity has shaped the modern world, but how has it affected our health and environment? Over the last 220 years, society has evolved a universal belief that electricity is safe for humanity and the planet. Scientist and journalist Arthur Furstenberg disrupts this conviction by telling the story of electricity in a way that has never been told before. From an environmental point of view, by detailing the effects that this fundamental societal building block has had on our health and on our planet. The invisible rainbow traces the history of electricity from the early 18th century to the present, making a compelling case that many environmental problems, as well as the major diseases of industrialised civilization, heart disease, diabetes and cancer, are related to electrical pollution. Okay, now, when you Google the countries in the world that have the highest rates of skin cancer, because I have invested some time uh, over the years due to pretty bad paranoia about um, how I can prevent getting this. Um, and the countries, oddly enough, that are the highest risk for skin cancer aren't the hottest countries in the world where you would imagine that to be the case. But they're the countries that have got the highest level of electromagnetic radiation. 
So that is a that is a thing in in it on its own to consider. Oh, that's odd. You know, like countries like Sweden, Denmark, um, Canada, the UK, the United States, um, all of those ultra built up countries um, that are northern. You know. Um, obviously there are other countries that aren't, you know, like Spain, Italy and so on. They also fall uh, uh, into that. Um, but the majority are not the hottest countries. So you wonder then how, how is that? But anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but this book itself is so highly detailed and half of the book is basically made up of um bibliographies um via chapters because there's so much referencing in here because he's basically put out so much information compiled by so many different scientists in order to come to the conclusion that he's come to which is effectively this entire book so i'm just going to read one page here and it is about the swedish because they seem to have a particularly unfortunate um relationship with skin cancer Okay, so here it's saying Swedish researchers um, Holberg and Johansson have shown that the rates of lung, breast and prostate cancer continue to rise just as spectacularly in the second half of the 20th century in 40 countries, along with malignant melanomas and cancers of the bladder and colon. So malignant melanomas are obviously the super scary skin cancers. And that the overall rate of cancer changed precisely with changes in the exposure of the population to radio waves. The rate of increases in cancer deaths in Sweden accelerated in 1920, 1955 and 1969 and took a downturn in 1978. And he goes on to say, in 1920, we got an AM radio. In 1955, we got an FM radio. Um, and TV1. In 1969 to 70, we got a TV2 and colour TV. And in 1978, several of the old AM broadcasting transmitters were disrupted. They noted in their article, cancer trends during the 20th century, that their data suggests that at least as many cases of lung cancers can be attributed to radio waves as to smoking. The same authors have focused on FM radio exposure in connection with malignant melanoma. Following up on the findings of Helen Dolk at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, in 1995, Dolk and her colleagues had shown that the incidence of skin cancer melanoma declined with distance from the powerful television and FM radio transmitters at Sutton Coalfield in the West Midlands, England noting that the FM frequency range 85 to 108 MHz is close to the resonant frequency of the human body. Holberg and Johansson decided to compare melanoma incidents with the exposure to FM radio waves for all 565 Swedish counties. The results are startling. When melanoma incidence is plotted on a graph against the average number of FM transmitters to which a municipality is exposed, the points fall on a straight line. Countries that get reception from 4.5 FM stations have a rate of malignant melanoma that is 11 times as high as countries that do not get reception from any FM station. So then they go on to put to include this graph. Um, 
and and to reference it. And then they go on to say in their article in hyphen malignant melanoma of the skin hashtag not a sun sunshine story they refute the notion that the tre- the tremendous increase in this disease since 1955 is caused primarily by the sun no increases in ultra ultraviolet radiation due to ozone depletion occurred as early as 1955 nor until the 1960s, 60s did Swedes begin to travel to more southerly countries in large numbers to soak up the sun. The embarrassing truth is that the rates of melanoma on the head and feet hardly rose at all between 1955 and 2008, while rates for sun-protected areas in the middle of the body increased by a factor of 20. Most moles and melanomas are, are now occurring not on the head, arms and feet, but in areas of the body that are not exposed to sunshine. So uh, that is a pretty hardcore piece of data right there. Um, and it correlates to, to match exactly what I have also been researching over the last decade out of my interest and pure paranoia on the subject altogether. So when I started looking into this, I started looking at how I can prevent illness and disease within my body by um, applying appropriate and um, useful nutritional um, sources. I, um, I believe that God provided us with an earth where things grow and from seed and plants, vegetables and everything is there for us to remain healthy and that uh, anything that comes in a form of chemically processed manufactured produce is maybe not, is maybe best to be steered away from. So yeah, I looked at, um, I, I've always been heavily uh, interested and involved in what is good for the skin, not just for melanoma interest, but you know, like um, anti-aging, um, you know, keep your skin as healthy as possible. I'm really into making my own skin serums and skincare um, produce. I never buy anything from the shops. I haven't done for four years. Um, aside from, and I'll give her a shout out, my friend Joe in um, North Yorkshire, who has an incredible range of serums. Um, uh, and I will link that at the bottom. Her glow range is absolutely incredible. Um, I was just trying to think then, um, how I can include it all but it's probably better just to have it put in links that's the only stuff I will buy um because it's just such beautiful beautiful stuff that I can't make myself um but it's all based on carrier oils and essential oils which is effectively everything that I put in my own um produce anyway products anyway um and then yeah diet you know like if you look at it seasonally um anything that is orange and yellow is great for your skin Okay, so if you if if it's autumn, butternuts, sweet potatoes, yellow peppers, orange peppers, red peppers, they're great for your skin. Um, And then in the season that we are now, I I'm going to tell you, there's no country on earth that can possibly produce oranges as good as they do here in Cyprus. So oranges, citrus fruits, they're just amazing for your skin and and the rest, you know, I mean, they're just they're just amazing. There was an article put out by um, the cancer research itself. Um, I, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. It was dated back from 2015, suggesting that um, lemon peel um, and lemon citrus juice 
increases your risk of skin cancer. <laughs> it, it totally does not. Um, lemon peel and uh, is one of the best things that you can put in your system to prevent not just skin cancers, but many different types of cancer. There was a research done by, um, I think it was the University of Michigan, though, again, don't quote me on that right now. I, I haven't got it in front of me. And they did um, they did research that proved um, that Ceylon tea or any black or green tea with a slice of lemon peel in can prevent skin cancer by up to 70%. Um, lemon peel reduces and um, removes all of the free radicals and toxins within your body. Um, so if you um, if you think, you know, by putting decent carrier oils and essential oils onto your skin to protect it, carrot seed oil is one of the best essential oils that you can put onto your skin to protect from any kind of radiation or oxid oxidization, um, whether it comes from the sun or from electromagnetic frequencies, it's really, really, really good for you. And again, orange, um, carrots, orange vegetables, they're so, so good for your skin. Um, so I, I created, when we moved here, a blend called Firewall, because when I found out from this book that electromagnetic frequencies um, were one of the main causes of particularly scary cancers when you think what's going live right now with the whole 5g thing and you know wi-fi and um tv tv signals and electric electric smog and fog that you've got within your home um it's pretty scary so yeah we we created a blend um called firewall and it is basically made up of lemon eucalyptus rosemary rosemary is one of the best um, essential oils and herbs that you can possibly implement into your food or into a product that you can apply onto your skin that protects from electromagnetic um, radiation. Uh, yeah, rosemary is a fantastic one, if not the best, to be honest. But yeah, this has lemon, eucalyptus, rosemary, peppermint, cypress oil, vetiver, um, and what else did it have in it? Bergamot and patchouli. Um, I will also do um, a post about this and link it onto this um, podcast so that you can see the recipe and make it yourself. But yeah, you can make a room spray with this um, and just spray it around your yourself um, to kind of help to protect your, your space. You can apply it topically. Um, you can obviously um, include any of these herbs um, and... Uh, vegetables into your diet oh pine oil was also included in that where we live we go and collect some of the pine needles and we make a pine needle um tea that has got star anise and lemon peel in it and oh my goodness it is just absolutely beautiful um another really good thing that you can do to protect your environment and your space from emfs is um black tourmaline um shungite and any kind of black um, rock crystal will help to neutralize um, and protect your space from anything toxic and damaging. Um, there is that also. 
And yeah, just turn off your Wi-Fi at nighttime when you go to bed. Turn off all of the plugs around your bed. And I did mention this also in another post the other day. Um, don't sleep with your phone on. Don't just Turn it off um, and make sure that you're sleeping in a room that is dark because that helps your melatonin production. So, you know, um, your pineal gland... And again, pineal, pine oil, you know, it's it's uh, it's all there. It's spelt out in nature. What protects us from the damaging artificial exposures that we that we have no idea are so dangerous for us. So, yeah, there's little things that you can do to protect yourself. Um, make sure that you get out and get fresh air every day. Go for a walk, um, move your body so that you're getting the energy moving and nothing stagnant, because that is when issues arise when um when it's when when your energy is stagnant it allows for bad stuff to grow um and just make sure that you're getting enough sleep enough hydration and yes please switch off all of your electrics when you go to bed at night obviously not your fridge right that's a given but you know keep all of your electrics out of your bedroom wherever possible just so that you have a very neutral space to be able to relax and rest because when you're asleep is when all of your cells regenerate um and and it's crucial that you that you get that decent sleep um away from any influences or toxic environmental baddies so yeah that book that um i got um it kind of highlighted to me that um the first chapter that i read was on there's a there's a chapter called the transformation of diabetes um, and irritable heart. So, yeah, when I look back over time and I see, yeah, the, the, the times that I'd gone to the doctors thinking I was having a heart attack, maybe it was more to do with the fact that I was living at the bottom of an airport runway and there was a high level of um, radiation. So thank goodness that I intuitively thought, right, OK, take control of your own health implement essential oils and and that was one of the first things I did now essential oils are effectively hey there guess what they're essential right um they're effectively the most highest frequency form of nature and they're in a little bottle that you can apply directly onto your skin with a carrier oil or bar a few um and they literally help to support your body and keep you on such a high frequency that any lower scary frequencies that's trying to attack you um, will be hopefully supported. Um, and then, yeah, like Im implementing good healthy food. I haven't drank alcohol since my uh, youngest was born. I can't do it anymore. Um, and so keeping my body as healthily as uh, healthy and high vibe as possible um, given all of the surrounding um, bad stuff around us, I'm hoping <laughs> will um, have an influence and an impact on how healthy I am as a physical person. Um, so I just thought I'd share that with you. Again, the book is called The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg. Um, and it, it's a really good read. It, it really opens your eyes to a lot of stuff that's around us. And going on that you know isn't told to us and we're, we're told that the sun is the cause of skin cancer and I don't believe that that's the case I have never used nor will I ever use 
um, an SPF in a bottle that's sold in an airport um, by the big brands that um, I just don't trust them. I make my own. Again, I, I use really good carrier oils and oils that I know are really good for your skin. So a carrot seed oil is one, helichrysum oil, lavender, tea tree, um, frankincense, um, geranium. There's so many different um, oils that you can put onto your body with things like beeswax and um, raw cocoa butter and, and uh, jojoba oil that help support your skin um, with the external forces and so on yeah rub it on um don't shave yourself to bits and and help to protect your body therefore your mind and your spirit as well um against all of these things that we've been lied to hey you know the sun is actually it it's energizing it's source it's the giver of life right don't be scared of it i mean obviously don't go fry yourself and burn but um, yeah, I'm more inclined to believe that this book is right and electricity has more of a detrimental um, negative influence over our health than the sun ever will. But, you know, do your own research. These are just things that I'm putting out there because I have done my own research. But again, please do your own research um, and and take care of yourselves. Take care of your bodies. I am going to put all of the links on the bottom of this. If anybody wants to... Um, shout out with any feedback I would love to hear from you um, I'm also as mentioned in um, my first post of January 2022 I'm not launching any of our new content for this year until February the 3rd the reason being that I want to get into the Chinese New Year of the Tiger when the energy is really pushed forward and also because on the 3rd is when all the planets move out of retrograde and go direct. So it's a really great time for manifestation. This month, not so much. This month is more about the, the inward journey and being reflective and um, quiet with your time and space and doing the inner work before you put anything out into the world. That's my five cents on that. Um, I really have high hopes for this year and I uh, really think that we're gonna see an awful lot of change and progression for the greater good. Um, and yeah, more to come on that. I've got some one-to-one -one sessions coming up in February and I'm also launching the um, three-part series, which is the Mind, Body, Health, uh, Mind, Body, Spirit, um, compilation that is going to be coming with um, a lot of the hormone work that we've been looking at tradition uh, focused specifically on traditional Chinese medicine but with a western twist so that it helps everybody kind of understand it from a more accessible viewpoint um, and hopefully give you a good good kind of way to get stuck into using all of what I've just said, the essential oils, the nutrients, getting your recipes in order, um, getting your hormones in check um, and your mind health and so on so that you can push forward into this year and really, really transform yourselves. It's going to be such a transformational year. Personally, on a collective level, I just honestly think that this year is going to be fantastic. But I'm going to leave you with that. I'm signing out and I will catch up with you all soon. And I am sending you all lots of love. Bye now.